Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! Today, uh, I want to wish all of you again a very blessed and happy New Year. Welcome to 2023 and to all our churches, ex-churches here in Malaysia and around the globe. Uh, thank you for tuning in uh, today and I pray that this message will bless you. Amen. So let's begin. Um, the theme for this year is Heaven Rules, as you know by now. Uh, and we take it from Daniel chapter 4, verse 26. And as I asked the Lord whether or not He wanted me to immediately touch on the theme for this year, He uh, led me otherwise. So um, I want to be able to talk to you in the days to come about the overall theme for the next seven years, which is finish. Uh, God wants us to focus on finishing the race that is set before us. I believe that the world and even the church at large has been too distracted uh, this year and in the last few years of pandemic. We have been distracted. Uh, I go around Malaysia, I meet with pastors, they tell me that a lot of people haven't come back to church. Some churches, even 40% came back, just 40%, some 50%. They say it's very healthy when 50% come back. Some churches, better at 60%, some at 70%. By the grace of God, uh, last Sunday, uh, they gave us a summary of uh, how many people came to Acts, and we are quite close to the original number before the pandemic happened. Uh, we were 1,000 uh, plus, I think 1,000, uh, almost 1,200 uh, that has come back uh, to church in all our church plants just in KL. Uh, and before, we, uh, before the pandemic happened, we were about 1,300, so we are quite close. We are 90 over percent, uh, and that is very healthy. But, uh, we, yeah, we praise, praise the Lord. But we want to say that uh, we have been distracted. Uh, and there are many things that have tried to distract us. So the Lord has told us, Acts Church, to focus on the finishing line. Focus is very, very important. And we will do that in the weeks uh, and uh, months to come as we look into making 2023 a blessed year a year uh, filled with blessings and breakthrough. Uh, can I hear a good amen? All right. But for today, I felt the Lord telling me, uh, don't talk about the theme, don't talk about heaven rules, don't talk about finish yet, don't talk about focus. Uh, and if you're going to talk about focus, focus on this one thing today to start our year well. I think all of us, including myself, can take heart to this message today. And all our churches in KL and all our churches around the world, uh, we have about 38 churches now around the world and maybe more than 3,000 people worshipping together with us at any given weekend. So we give glory to God. But this is a message uh, from your pastor to the church. I should say from the Lord to your pastor to the church. And I pray that you will all be blessed because I've been blessed just preparing it. So the focus today, and I pray that we need to get this right, is the, the word forgiveness. Forgiveness. And uh, we need to, before we can even finish, uh, before we can even focus on anything, we need to focus today on this very powerful uh, truth 
of forgiveness. Forgiveness. Now, for the last couple of years, and even months, and even weeks, because I've been traveling around, I've been going to Sandakan, I've been going to Alostar, I've been going to different parts of Malaysia, and even among our own people, and among our own church partners, I have heard uh, different things. Uh, and uh, some are good, uh, other things are not so good. And I still hear people talking about the past. And they should be able to let it go, but it's hard to let it go. And I find that sometimes I myself get into a place whereby I remember some of the things in the past and the Lord would check my own heart to say, Kenneth, have you let that go? Now, uh, it's okay to talk, but you must be able to talk in a way that doesn't hurt you anymore or doesn't hurt anyone. It's okay to talk, but talk in a way that doesn't bind you or bind others. It is very, very important. Otherwise, please you know, stop talking in a way that will um, uh, 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 you know, bring about uh, uh, an evidence of unforgiveness in our lives. So, uh, when I was meditating on this, uh, listening to so many things happening around the world, uh, even in churches and you know, uh, there are church splits and there are so many different things all across Malaysia and all across the world, the Lord just spoke to me and said, Kenneth, where is forgiveness? Where is forgiveness? You see, friends, there must be forgiveness in the life of a Christian. Otherwise, uh, we don't have Christianity. Christianity itself is based on forgiveness. Alright, so I want us all to start the new year with a new you. Start the new year with a new you. And just, everyone, just, you're seated here now, those of you watching uh, this uh, recording, just ask yourself right now, are there still things you're talking about that are old things? And, 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 and it's still bothering you. Uh, check your heart, check your mind, check yourself. You're still saying things of three years ago, still saying things of ten years ago. Uh, today is a day to stop it. Uh, if you really want to move on uh, and move on from uh, today, move on into a new year, move on well, please start to stop. <laughs> start to stop talking about all matters uh, and, and, and give it up to the Lord. Let it go. Uh, because there needs to be room for forgiveness in the life of a Christian. Because the more we talk about all things, you will realize that actually, did I give room for forgiveness? And the Lord told me, tell my people this morning, make sure there's always room for forgiveness. Where is forgiveness in that one hour of talk that we had with our friend and it's all negative, negative? Uh, you know, you just everybody just stop for a while and go like, where is forgiveness? As we're talking for another two hours and all negative and talk about, you know, that auntie hurt you, that uncle hurt you, that person, you know, that boss hurt you, that pastor hurt you. As you're talking for one, two, three hours, for two, three weeks, months, years, just stop for a while and say, where is room for forgiveness? If I'm a Christian, there must be room for forgiveness. Are you all still with me? Very important. The Lord taught me about three years ago Kenneth, I want you to pray the Lord's Prayer every day. So for three years now, every single day, uh, I've been praying the Lord's Prayer. 
And, and the Lord taught us, Jesus taught us to pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Another version is forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This is very important, guys. You know how the, the power of forgiveness is like this. So, you, so, so you, you, every one of us is given a place to stand and a, a, a room to work. When you work outside that room, you have trespassed. Uh, and so a lot of times, we say things we shouldn't say. Uh, I know that uh, there was a scripture where Paul, uh, you know, uh, he was being a, a, a judge and then somebody uh, uh, said something and then he says to that somebody, uh, like, be quiet, remember? And uh, someone rebuked Paul and said, how dare you speak to the chief priest like that? And then Paul immediately apologized and said, oh no, I'm so sorry, I didn't know he was a chief priest. Because he then said, because the Bible says you cannot speak against your leaders. So he repented immediately. Because I, I, I'm telling you right now that it's very important not to go beyond the boundaries that God has set for us because when you go beyond the boundaries, you have just trespassed. But every day if we pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, that's a good place to be because whatever has happened yesterday, today is a brand new day. I learned this many years ago uh, when somebody said, you have no right, Kenneth. Wow, I felt rebuked. You have no right to speak about, about the wrong of your brother yesterday because you don't know what he did last night. So I go, like, what do you mean? He said, how if he hurt you yesterday and he didn't know, like, uh, he didn't know either he knew or he didn't, didn't know, but he hurt you. And then, but last night he went to bed repenting. He said, God, so sorry for hurting Kenneth. Right? And then today, the next day, I carry on his sin when he had gotten it right with God. And then we play God. He says, do not trespass. The other thing about debt is very powerful. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know what that means? It means uh, when you forgive someone their debt, you owe me nothing. So Terence, if you uh, really uh, upset me yesterday, uh, and I pray the prayer today, forgive us our, uh, our debts as we forgive our debtors. I've got to be able to say, uh, Terence, you owe me nothing. That's the power of forgiveness. You owe me nothing. I pray that those of you who are listening to me today will be able to forgive people who have hurt you. Forgive and forgive now. See, forgiveness is not a... <laughs> forgiveness is a choice but not an option. You got you to remember that. Please, uh, no, I know some of you going, uh, you're nodding your head, going like, yeah, pastor, but you don't know my mother-in-law. You don't know my mother-in-law. You don't know what she said to me. You don't know what my sister-in-law, you know, that, that brother made me feel so small. Pastor, you don't understand. You don't know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about because this is the Word of God. And the Word of God doesn't give us conditions. Like only the, the guy repents or if only the girl is good, only if, the, you know, only if that church changes, only if that boss uh, you know, suddenly smiles at me. No, there is no condition. He might still be rude to you tomorrow. She might still be ridiculous, this lady. And that guy might still be hard to work with. But we must say you owe me nothing. And then suddenly, he, you know, he goes and do something 
crazy and then he owes you again today and then the next day you have to say, you owe me nothing. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You owe me nothing. Friends, I love you and I want you to move on from 1st January 2023. I want you to move on by putting your first gear and uh, just trust God. Put your first gear, and you know, those of you who have learned how to drive stick shiver, non-automatic cars, uh, the first gear sometimes can choke, I know. And because it choke, I don't give up. Lah. Sometimes it can die also. Huh? I remember learning motor, how to uh, ride a motorbike. Uh. Well, the first gear hard because the, the bike will just kick. You know, but you have to learn it, and then it dies. You know? And then I also almost die also with, uh, with the bike. You know, the first gear is always hard. But I guarantee you this. You cannot move forward on reverse. I'd rather you go on first gear even though it's hard. Don't go on reverse. And those of us who cannot forgive are going on reverse because you keep talking about yesterday. The other day, you know, I, I don't want to go into details because sometimes when I start talking about things, you might even know uh, the possibility of who said it, you know, so I, I won't be careful, I won't be careful, but you know, I'm, I'm hearing things, you know, and I'm shaking my head going like, oh, yo, why are the brothers still talking about that? It's a long time ago, still talking about that. Where is the room for forgiveness? We can't move forward on reverse gear. All right. You don't owe me anything. Forgiveness is one of the most powerful characteristics of Christianity. Forgiveness is one of the most powerful characteristics of Christianity. Without forgiveness, there is no Christianity. I say without forgiveness, there is no Christianity. I don't know whether you have ever heard your pastor complain about somebody. I hope I can have at least that testimony in your eyes. That you have never sat with me or never sat in a meeting uh, hearing me tell about the faults of someone else. If you have, please come up to me and say, yeah, Pastor, I remember one time, you know, you said that uh, the other brother was not good, la, that other sister was crap. La, you know, uh, uh, I, I, you know and, and I don't know why they did this to me. La. No, I hope that in your eyes, you will always know that this pastor of yours has never once said anything negative or bad about someone else. Not in this church, not elsewhere. This is very important. Every day the Lord leads me. He says, Kenneth, don't keep talking. If you keep talking, you show that you haven't forgiven. Where is room for forgiveness? Without forgiveness, there is no Christianity. Matthew 6, 14-15. Can we read that please? For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Don't get into trouble with God. It's very important because if the Father doesn't forgive us, there's no Christianity. There is no salvation. Very important people. I, 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 I know I'm speaking with passion. I'm speaking to my own self. And I'm saying to myself, Kenneth, make sure you start this year on a clean slate. Purify your heart, clean your hands. And from today, I challenge you, uh, because if you cannot, if you still cannot, even after this message, uh, 
stop talking about the past, then something is wrong. Uh, so I, I, I tell you right now that I am speaking to my own heart. Uh, I, I do not want to continue to speak about things of the past. I, God came to give us a future and a hope, not a past and a hopelessness. Everybody okay? It's a non-negotiable, friends. You cannot not forgive. It's a non-negotiable to eternal life and abundant life. You really want eternal life? You really want abundant life? Forgive. It's a choice, but not an option. It's a choice. Everyone has a choice. But it's not an option. You cannot place before God any conditions. Oh God, I will forgive only if this thing changes. If they do, if they do it differently, then... I will forgive. You cannot. There's, there's no way uh, forgiveness is with condition. But the world will teach you, oh yeah, you forgive as, as long as that person changes. Uh, don't be so silly. La. How can you continue to forgive uh, you know, uh, when, uh, when he hasn't changed? How can you continue? No, this is very important. Matthew 18, 21. Uh, Matthew 18, 21 to 22. Let's look at the Word of God. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? You know, some of the things I've heard of people's uh, grouses, frustrations and pain, uh, maybe it's only happened to them three times. Uh, but Peter is very generous. He says seven times? The same sin, no? The same wrong. The same things that irk you. The same things that frustrate you. Seven times. He said, seven times, seven times. Very generous with me. I'm very generous with me. Seven times you do this to me. Huh? You mean I'm still going to stay here and let you kick me? <laughs> then Peter said, up to seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. If you do the maths, and I know Stephen is very good in maths, he probably already count 490. But you know it's not the maths. It's not the sum. It's the spirit. Not the sum. But it's, otherwise, some of you will be forgiving 490 times. Are they? Okay, 491. Slap the following. Because your limit is over. Your limit is over. I don't know whether anybody has done you wrong 490 times. Same sin. Maybe some of you say very close to it. 489 again. One more chance. And I'm out of here. Matthew 18, 21, 22. Come on, Jesus is saying there's no choice. As in like, there's no option, I should say. Friend, you're asking me seven times, I'm saying to you, no option but to forgive. I know it's an ouch because, you know, I, I've watched uh, uh, talk shows like Oprah Winfrey and some of these kind of talk shows are whereby they're meeting people where he, this person talking about forgiving someone who murdered his daughter. I mean, some of us haven't gone that far yet, No. And then we cry in the Oprah Winfrey talk show. We cry because something touches us. And then we look at our, our, the things that we go through and we go like, no, nobody has murdered anybody yet. But, but you know, I know it's easier said than done because I'm also not sure how I can come to that place. But I know the Lord will help me. Because forgiveness is of His Spirit. Forgiveness is of God. So talk about your past. Talk about your past if you really have to. But don't be bound by it. 
Do you hear me? Don't be bound by it and don't bind others because of it. Let's look at this. Is there, is there a scripture? 1 Corinthians 6, 12. All things are lawful for me. So it's lawful for you to talk. But all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Another, another uh, version says, I will not be bound by it. And I find that sometimes when we are talking about the past, we are still bound by it. You see the emotions, huh? And then your spouse will say, Ay, this fellow still got a problem. I don't know why. You still can't get over it. I still can't get over it. Why? Yeah? And you, you don't understand that for the last three years that you keep to it, huh? you're probably not even a Christian. As far as my Bible is telling me. And that's why other trouble comes. Other problem comes and then you get led uh, differently. But listen, this is very, very important. Talk about your past. Oh, thank you very much. Talk about your past if you really have to. I don't like talking about my past. I don't like. You ask my wife. You know, I move on very quickly. Because I cannot move forward on reverse gear. A lot of people want to move forward, but they put reverse gear. And then they want to move. And, hey. Hey. What's going on, man? I want to move forward. Hey. What's going on? One thing to, to another thing. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. What, what's going on? I can't understand it. Aren't I giving my tithes? Aren't I going to church on Sunday? Tithes is one thing. Going to church is another thing. This is very important. People, I love you enough to tell you whatever it is, I want you to move on. And I want you to move forward. And I want you to be able to be free. So don't be bound by the talks of the past and don't bind others. Don't be bound and don't bind others, okay? Now, I want to go back to something uh, here. 70 times 7 times, okay? 70 times 7, can or not? Can or not? Uh, it's not something that uh, uh, Australia or, or New Zealand understands. Uh, when I say can or not, they don't, they don't even know that's English. But can or not, you understand, huh? You understand. Can or not? Uh, think, think about it now, the things that you've been talking about for the last few weeks, few months. 70 times 7, can or not? Let's move on. Is there a scripture, uh, first we can read, um, that scripture, Matthew 18, 21 to 35? I read it very quickly. Peter came to him saying, Lord, how often? Seven times. Next one. He said, 70 times seven. Next one. Uh, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts. Okay, next one. Um, next one. Uh, but as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife, children. Oh, what was tr verse 24? Did I miss that? Okay, 10,000 talents. Take note of that. One servant owed the master 10,000 talents. 10,000, 10,000, 10,000 talents. Next one. So he couldn't pay. Right? Uh, and next one, a uh, servant fell before him saying, Master, have patience with me. Patience is not something that this generation has a lot of. He says, pay be patient and I will pay you all. Next one. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, released him. Forgave him the debt. What did I say, say to you earlier? You don't owe me anything, Elder Mabel. You don't. This is my wife. 
You also don't owe me anything. Except a nice curry meal or something like that. Okay? Daniel, you don't owe me. You know, you got to come. Every day, wake up in the morning and say, the mom that hurt you, you don't only owe me anything today. Because I have forgiven you. As my father forgives me, I forgive you. Actually, it's the other way around. Forgive us as we forgive. Okay, forgive, forgive. You don't owe me anything. 10,000 talents. But the master said, you don't owe me anything. You don't owe me anything. Next one. But the servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. The other one was 10,000 talents. This one, hundred denarii. And he laid his hands on him. Sometimes through our talk, we can lay hands on people and say, pay me. <laughs> pay me. You don't owe me. Very different spirit, no? You don't owe me anything. Yes, you, you, you did wrong. Last three years, you know. You're not perfect. But, you, but I want to tell you, this, this morning, first of January 2023, you don't owe me any, Very important to start like this today. But if you don't have that spirit, the different spirit is 100 denarii, small only, compared to 10,000 talents. Put your hands on, drag him, pay me what you owe. You owe me. And then the next uh, uh, verse, so his fellow servants fell down. The same thing he said to the master, the fellow servant said to him, be patient with me and I will pay you all 100 denarii. Next one. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison. I'm talking about when you want to speak, don't be bound and don't bind others. This is what unforgiveness does. It actually takes a person and puts that person into a prison of your mind. That person cannot change one. They will never change one. You know, I remember one time, one guy, because of the past couple of years of his experience with you know, some leaders, when there was a new leader taking over, you know what he said? Hey, good luck. Good luck because in his mind, you are always never going to change. So this leader, who was so disappointed for three years, uh, looked at a new leader and said, uh, good luck. Good luck at trying to convince the leadership. Good luck at trying to work with these leaders. Good luck. You know, that kind of speech, that kind of words, uh, tells you that he is in prison. And he has also put others in prison. Because, you know, there's this thing. You are like that and you will forever be... You are like that and you will forever be like that. It's a very dangerous place to be. And I also told this fellow, I said, hey, don't use good luck. I said, no, 20 years ago, I heard uh, that luck is a short form for Lucifer. And so when someone says good luck is may Lucifer be with you. That's the, that's, that's the background. So that's why Christians don't say good luck. We always say God bless you, God be with you. So good luck came from a place, uh, I don't know how many hundreds of years ago, but good may, good may Lucifer be with you. So I say, hey, first of all, don't say may Lucifer be with you in this church. Uh. But second of all, <laughs> second of all, you know, you remember that movie or not? Taken. He said, I will hunt you. I will take you down. And then the other guy said, good luck. I, lo I love that movie so much. Good luck. And what happened to the guy? He died. So don't go around saying good luck. Lah. Say, God be with you. God bless you. Not Lucifer be with you, okay? Yeah, I've never used the word good luck since I heard that message 20 years ago. No more, no more good. No more may Lucifer be with you. He says, good luck. Why do you say that? I said to him. Why do you say that? Oh, because pastor, my experience. Yeah, but you're putting people in prison. 
You mean that person cannot change, will never change? I said, oh, well, this new leader. I said, give the new leadership a chance. Lah. Let him experience. Don't, you know, don't make comments like that. Otherwise, it shows from your mouth whether there's room for forgiveness. Good luck. Next one. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, everybody else that see it, uh, they know that it's not right. They were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. All right. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you, I forgave you, I, for I forgave you. But you beg, you beg, I forgave you. Next one. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servant, on your fellow servant? God forgave us so much. Shouldn't you have compassion over your fellow leaders, your fellow partners, your fellow people, your fellow family, your fellow colleagues? Just as I had pity on you. And his master was angry, delivered him to torturers until he should pay all that was due. Can I say this to you? Unforgiveness is very torturing. And anybody here who's never forgiven, uh, you know it's torturing. The person uh, who you're supposed to forgive, who maybe wronged you, uh, is nicely going on holiday, surfing. What, what flow? What flow? I don't know, whatever. Uh, Benji used to like the flow. Flow. You know, they, they, they're nicely enjoying their life. And you see their Instagram, you get angry. How dare they have fun when I'm hurting. Yeah, unforgiveness is very torturing. Stop torturing yourself. Amen. Very important. Okay, now let's go to the... Okay, this one's very important. Huh? My Heavenly Father will do to you if each of you from His heart does not forgive. Oh, yo, please don't fall under the judgment of God. I'm saying to you right now, this is a good day, 1st of January. Are you hearing me? Very important. Pray this prayer. Lord, forgive me my debts as I forgive those my debtors. I want to be able to say you don't owe me anything. And don't be bound, don't put yourself in the prison and don't put other people in prison as well. Come on, don't move forward in 2023 on reverse gear. Put on first gear, it will choke a little bit, but never mind, you know, keep, go second gear, third gear, fourth gear, be blessed. Okay, let me, let me show you a very quick equation now. How many 10,000 talents? So one talent is 6,000 denarii. One servant owes 100 denarii. This servant owes 10,000. One talent equals 6,000. So one talent is already 6,000 denarii. One denarii is one day's wages. How do I know that? There's a scripture that says, work for me for a denarii. And then they came to the master and says, give us our wages. So one day's wages, one denarii. So how? Uh, one talent is 6,000 denarii equals 6,000 days of wages. I want to give you a concept of how much you need to forgive because this is how much God forgave us. 6,000 days of work equals 16 years of wages. But this is just one talent, no. This is just one talent. So 10,000 talents that he owed the master equals 6,000 or, or, or sorry, times 6,000 equals 60, how much is that, uh, Terrence? 60 million days. That's why uh, for eternity, so you cannot pay back. Equals 160,000 years. So be in God's presence. Uh. I showed this before in XKK. I want to show it again. 
Because it's very important to understand what 70 times 7 means. We haven't even come close to it. And so every morning I pray, and hopefully tomorrow morning you wake up in the morning and say, God, you forgave me. How many thousand years? 160,000 years of wages. And you're only asking me to keep forgiving the one who owes me a hundred. It's the spirit more than the sum, more than the score. Okay. Unforgiveness is a tool of Satan that feels so right but couldn't be more wrong. That's why people like to continue to keep with unforgiveness because it actually feels right. Because someone did hurt you, ma. Someone did falter and someone does as faults. Someone probably didn't do, uh, do it according to your standard. Somebody hurt you. But I'm saying to you right now, as we start the 1st of January 2023, to clear your debts. Clear, clear your debts. Tell yourself from today onwards, if not at least tomorrow, I will not speak about that same thing. Sometimes I tell you what, uh, it's so, it's so subtle that you don't even know anymore how to choose your audience when you speak. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like for example, you have something to say, yeah? Actually, this thing should be said to the more mature, said to adults. But a sign that it's actually not a healthy place uh, and you are not in a healthy place uh, is when you speak to anyone who wants to hear. And you know already something is wrong. You speak to the children. You know, and I, I, I know this firsthand. I come from a broken family. And sometimes there's no place to share about what your husband did to you, so you share it with your daughter. You release. Not realizing that that daughter is only 12. And then they grow up hating their father. So I, I know this from first hand experience. Of course, things can change. And even in my family, things have changed. But I saw it firsthand. Because no one else, so you talk to even young people uh, about adult matters. And you talk about past hurts uh, to even new members of church. You go, like, hey, these guys are only here for the last six months only. How come you bring old stories to them? But we, we, we just don't know our audience anymore. We, we, we lose control. It's like diarrhea. Cannot control. Eh? You know when you have diarrhea? You do it under the bush. You do it wherever. You stop your car, go to the longkang. Place dirty also, never mind. Because I'm just going to make it dirty. It's very important. And I'm not, I'm not just preaching to you because, uh, you know, I, I only know of a few people that do it. No, all of us do it. All of us do it. And so I want to say to you, as we draw to a close of this message, unforgiveness is a tool of Satan 
It feels so right to keep talking about this. Feels so right to keep talking about that person. Feels so right to keep talking about that uh, uh, company, that country, that church, whatever. But it has to stop. And, 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 and don't just stop it for the sake of the people that you're talking about. Stop it for your sake. Because this is important. The Lord wants to set you free. It's poison. Unforgiveness is poison. It will kill you. Slowly but surely. Unforgiveness doesn't remain as unforgiveness. It, it's like anger. It doesn't remain as anger. Today you're angry, but tomorrow you wake up and you're not angry anymore. Now you're bitter. And that's why the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Meaning, don't go to sleep with anger because the next morning is no longer anger. It has time to now kombucha. You know what kombucha is? You've you got to save it over and then over time, it just becomes something else. Something else. It brews. It brews. It brews and it will kill you. So please do not go away from this room today with unforgiveness in your heart. Because it will be bitterness. And you will be, and this is what God showed me last night as I was preparing for this, uh, you will be, um, so if God comes to you every morning, uh, your quiet time, and He expects to drink sweet from you, sweet, what will happen is that He'll come to you in the morning and he, all He tastes is bitter. <sighs> you know, I don't know. But, you understand? So when we do our quiet time, it's, it's the sweetness that needs to come out. But what happens is that when you have unforgiveness, it will turn to bitter. And you don't know. You're still saying the right thing. You're still praising the right thing. But He comes and He drinks. He wants to drink from you as you drink from Him. He wants to. And He goes, what's that? So you must be very careful. Don't, don't keep that. Because it becomes stale. And then our worship becomes stale. Our prayer becomes stale. Are you still with me? You can do all the right things. All the right things. But as the Lord comes to you and, and, and tries to take a drink, it's bitter. So I'm saying to you right now, today is the 1st of January. Move from this reverse gear into first gear. By tomorrow morning when you spend time with the Lord, let the Lord come to you and say, okay, I'm going to try it another time. Huh? Because after, for three years a day, huh, I've been drinking bitter water from you. But I, I, I believe in you. I trust you. I love you. Because I told Pastor Kenneth to preach this message, I believe that you will change. And he comes and he drinks. <laughs> you. Wow. He takes another sip. <laughs> mm, give me one cup. Give me more of you. Kenneth Chin, I want more of you. Hopefully, lah, that's what God will say to me. But I know, I know, I know that I will not be able to satisfy God if I, you know, it's like putting a dead rat right into a well. You know, the owner of um, Citra Harbour, remember? Dr. Uh, Edward came to speak to us. And he says, corruption to me is like this. Corruption to me is one drop of urine in a mineral water. He says, if I put one drop of urine and said, it's only one drop, no one would drink. I have corruption. It's only a little bit, only what? One drop of urine. Drink. It's a fresh bottle of mineral water. One drop, you won't touch it. Can you imagine one drop of unforgiveness? 
drink, Lord. No, you forgive. Stop talking about this guy. Let go. I cannot lie, this fellow is joker. La. No, come on. It's not about him. It's about you. Ayo. This is the only reason why I can do what I can do now. The only reason why I can be angry, I can be like that, don't come to church, so I can blame this fellow. La. So I can blame this fellow. Why you take that away from me? You take away the very justification of my behaviour. Lord, if you take that away, I have to now be good. I now have to go to church. I now have to read my Bible. Ayah, please let me blame my father forever. La. At least uh, I can say, you did this to me. And God says, it's not about your father, not about your mother, not about your sister, not about, not about your boss, not about your pastor. It's about you. You. I'm coming to you. Come on. And I pray that no longer will we find one drop of urine in this mineral water bottle. It's an alien object that shouldn't be in your soul. And if you do not get rid of it, it will start to manifest physically in your body. I pray for many people by the grace of God. And I know Dr. James is here, so I don't want to say that it's always sin that will cause all sickness. But it's quite true that sin can cause sickness and unforgiveness can. And I found a lot of people with all kinds of alien problems. Cancer, to me, is alien to the body. The body was not made for cancer and the cancer was not made for the body. But when we keep something alien called unforgiveness, which God said, I never made you to not forgive. And when we keep it, keep it, keep it, it turns into something so ugly and it begins to involve our body. And when you microscope into that picture of that disease, it is an ugly alien that shouldn't be there. You go, like, where did that come from? Well, it came from, many of it came from a place of unforgiveness. So I want you to be free. Turn to your neighbor and say, Pastor, I want you to be free. That's all I want. I want you to be free. Turn to 3 John 1, 2, please. Beloved, this is my prayer for all of you as we celebrate 1st of January. Happy New Year. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Turn to your neighbour and speak this word, please. Turn to your neighbour and just speak this word. Say, say, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Can you turn to your neighbour? Turn to your neighbour and speak that scripture over them. Speak that scripture over them. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. So listen, listen, listen. Your soul needs to prosper. Don't walk out of this place heavy with unforgiveness. Prosper. Prosper. Be a rich man and a rich woman on the inside. Be a rich man and a rich woman on the inside. Only when your soul prospers, you and I will prosper in our health, in our finances, in our family, in our marriages, etc., etc. I don't have any more time. But I look at the words, cast the first stone. Jesus says, if you've never seen, cast the first stone. And too many of us are so quickly casting the first stone. Stop, stop, stop. You know, the Bible actually says, uh, when Jesus says, if you have no sin, cast the first stone. Uh, you know, the Bible says, they let down their stone, right? And they left. They left from the oldest to the youngest. 
Because the oldest know that there are a lot of faults. The young ones actually don't. So the young ones, they're like, ah, sure, we're not carrying on with this. We're not, we're not throwing the stone. The young ones, you know, sometimes do feel like they have no sin. But the older ones, they know better. And they drop their stone and say, okay, I have sinned. I won't cast the first stone. I have sinned. I also have sinned. I also have sinned. I will not cast the first stone. I also not perfect. I also not perfect. So I will not cast the first stone. And then he goes all the way to the younger one. The young one still holding the stone. Still want to cast. Because, you know, they don't fully understand what cast the first stone is. Because they think they don't have no sin. But the older ones are saying, no, no, Jesus, I understand what you're trying to say. I understand what you're trying to say. There's a scripture... Romans 2, 5 to 8, I won't read it. It just tells us, be patient. Be patient with one another. And finally, Romans 3, 13 to 18 says, fear God. Fear God. This year, I pray for the fear of God to be strong on our lives. That we will not simply talk just because everybody else is talking. We will not simply act just because everybody is acting. We're not, we won't, won't simply decide just because everybody else is deciding. Let there be a fear of God in our lives and I pray that you will prosper even as your soul prospers. My time is up. I want you now to get ready to stand to your feet as I close. And as you stand to your feet, why don't you come honest before the Lord just as I had to when the Lord gave me this message, I had to come honest before the Lord. I said, Lord, I forgive. I must forgive. There's no option. I, there's no option. I must stop talking if I have been talking. I must stop thinking the way I've been thinking. If I've been thinking, I must stop because your word teaches me to pray. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lord, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's time to change our minds, our hearts, our, our, the way we speak and only God can help us. So I pray that as you stand, you lift up your hands. And you say, God, I don't want to move forward on reverse gear anymore. I don't want to move forward on reverse gear. I want to stop talking about all things. I want to stop putting that one drop of urine into the mineral water bottle and, 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 and ask and hope that you will like to drink it. Lord, I pray that you will turn bitter water into sweet today so that everyone here in this room can be a worshipper. For we worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Lord, we want to learn again what it means to forgive somebody 70 times 7 times. Wow! 160,000 years of wages the Lord forgave us. And then when we look at our, 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 our friend, the one that we are angry with, the one that we are upset with, and we find that you know it's only 100 denarii. We say, Lord, my eyes are on you. My eyes are on you. And as you forgave me, I also forgive others. So let's just take a moment now, maybe one minute. Where you stand, why don't you talk to God? Say, Lord, I forgive. I forgive. Someone is going to say, I forgive my mother-in-law. Someone is going to say, I forgive my father-in-law. Someone is going to say, forgive my daughter-in-law. Someone is going to say, I forgive. Lord, I, I do not want to carry on the way I have carried on. Would you do that? For the next 30 seconds, just do that. Lord, I forgive. 
they don't owe me anything anymore. They don't owe me. From today onwards, they don't owe me anything anymore. They don't owe me any. I will stop talking. And the next time I talk, I will know that I'm not done. So I will continue to go to you and say, Lord, help me not keep talking about things of the past. Lord, help me talk about things of the future. Help me speak, O oh Lord, into things uh, that really bring life, abundant life. Oh, Alright, are you ready? Lift up your hands, everybody. Lift up your hands. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray for myself. And I want to pray for everyone who are, who are listening to you, even those who will be watching this on video. Lord, that we will find it in you, with your strength, to be able to say, I forgive. Somebody say it right now. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. They don't owe me anything anymore. I forgive. Lord, as you have forgiven me, Lord, I thank you for your forgiveness. And because... Lord, like today we took communion. Communion reminds us that you forgave us. And I forgive, I forgive, I forgive. I do not want to be bound. I do not want to be in prison anymore. I do not want to imprison others anymore. Oh, lift up your hands one last time. Say, Lord, I surrender my life. I surrender my heart. I pray, oh God, that as I move forward from today onwards, I will not move forward on a reverse gear. Lord, 70 times, 7 times. I forgive, Lord. I forgive. No option. Oh, no option but to forgive. Oh Lord, I choose to forgive. I forgive, I forgive, I forgive. As you have forgiven me, oh Lord. Oh, Rabbi Shandai. Jesus, this is true Christianity. True Christianity involves forgiveness. I want to make room for forgiveness. I want to make room for forgiveness. So I let go of the past and I give myself to God. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.